Hello everyone, it is your buddy and your pal, Ouch, back again with another episode of the Ouchcast, recording live from the Under the Bridge estate. Glad you could make it. I am finally back to being about pretty good. I was having a little issue there for a bit, went through a quarantine, we're fine now, everyone around me is fine, so basically we got through... An interesting time, to say the least. I know last week was the sick episode, but this week is more getting through the rest of the <laughs> getting through the rest of it. It's like I was only really sick for like f three or four days, and that was really it. You know, I I stayed the hell in my room for the most part. Uh, it was a weird level of being spoiled, kind of. Like, you know, food got brought to me, I asked for stuff, they brought it up, so it was like... I'm, I'm kind of glad that that's over with now. I, again, not that I didn't... I'm very thankful for it, but it is kind of weird. Especially when, like, time keeps jumping around when you're sick, because you don't even know how long something takes or anything like that. Doing good now, back into society, the whole deal. Feel good enough to travel, I can go around, the whole thing. But then you realize there ain't nothing really changed on the outside either. Especially with holiday coming up, and I got no idea what to get anything or anyone. Even me, usually I would have bought the present for me already, but I'm just like, eh, we're already past that point in time for sure. So like, because I finally went out and it was just like, eh, this place has a line, this place doesn't have anything. I don't think I'm going to get anything at the next place, so let's just go home. It's always weird when your big plans are just like, eh, nothing happened. You know, but don't let the idea of a quarantine fool you. It was so frustrating, because I basically have been doing the same thing in quarantine as I have for the past 32 years of my life. I mean, it was just one of those things where, like, you, you're about to do those songs from move, like Disney movies going, I can be with the people, and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So it was definitely became a bane to my existence. Like, there is the such thing of the work-life balance the entire time, but as much as it goes too much work, not enough life, it can swing back the other way as well. And that was what was kind of starting to happen. I have all the free time, but now I don't have anything to balance out. So no matter what, I still wasn't, get anything, wasn't getting anything done. You know, for example, whenever I went down into my basement where I keep all my games at, I just started getting a huge feeling of anxiety just because of how many I have to play and or beat, it just kept feeling like an avalanche of disposable entertainment. And I can't really do the veg out and play games like I could when I was younger. Like, I get tired of any game, no matter what I'm playing, in about an hour and a half. So basically I'm gonna end up with a ton of games I'm never going to get into. 
It's like I have a bookshelf full of photo albums that I can't describe because I've never actually been to any of these places before. I mean, things were getting desperate here for a long time. You want to know how desperate? Like, there's your usual YouTube and things like that, and Hulu and all that kind of stuff. But when you start digging into your really obscure stuff on your DVD shelf, like for example, I was watching Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Not a bad show, but you watch about five episodes, you kind of get the idea no matter what. And then same thing, I have like a first couple DVDs of Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's not necessarily something you can go back to all the time, but that's what I was watching. It was kind of getting desperate at a certain point in time. Like, you know, I got a whole shelf full of stuff. You have all, all of the internet on your streaming device anymore. And yet you're just shaking like a habit. Just be like, come on, there's got to be something, man, I haven't seen. Come on, you got to show me something. But for today, let's talk about movies. That one strange little cultural marker stone that kind of everyone knows about. It's kind of disappearing now because you have, you know, TVs, TVs kicking ass, movies are still around. So you have like less and less where you can quote a movie and everyone kind of gets it. Because now you can just do the same thing with whatever TV show is on whatever, miniseries, things like that. It's always that weird travel that I kind of find interesting. Now, the first movie that I ever saw in a theater was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. I don't remember the subtitle. I really don't. And this is solely because we had TMNT 2 Secret of the Ooze on VHS and we must have wore that tape out because we must have watched that every other day as a kid. Now from what I I don't A I don't remember anything about that movie T, uh, TMNT 3 from what I remember it was not great because I think the puppets were bad no one really cared about the story it does not stand out. I'm sure any of those review jokey movie review series would say it's not that great I think that's kind of where it stands because nobody basically remembers the movies I mean you barely see the first one get talked about I love the second one probably just because of like Super Shredder and stuff like that but no one says anything but that's the thing no one recalls TMNT 3 it was the first one I saw in theater but I have nothing for it now the weirdest movie I have seen in the theater. I we were I was probably I want to say 1990 No, probably not 1990. Maybe a little make maybe around 2000. I was probably 10 or 11, 12, that little age range. And we somehow saw the me and my brother somehow saw the movie 10 things I hate about you which in terms of, like, A, those, like, teen movies, nothing super out of the ordinary. It was pretty forgettable. It was just, I don't know why we saw that one. I know Mom took us for some reason, unless she wanted to see it, but 
for some reason, that's the movie we saw. And it wasn't even... That movie isn't like an American Pie or anything like that, where, like, the shock value is there. It's really... Think of, like, an MTV series, then make it an hour and a half. That's kind of what 10 Things I Hate About You was, looking back on it. Just the, the teen film, which was just pretty boring. Somehow, why we saw that, I will still never know why. Now, for me, looking at my collection again, I have a little handful of my favorites. Like, to me, Akira, the original anime Akira, it stands out. It was a great, good, good movie. A little graphic, but it's cool. It's animated well. Although they cut a ton of it from the comic book. Like, some... Like, certain plot lines are cut. Like, the drug pro plot line is cut. The psychic old lady's basically cut. She has, like, a bit part, and then she disappears. Like, Akira itself is cut, is barely mentioned. So, they just kind of had to gut so much of the comic book. The movie is okay. I still like it. But what it could have been could have been so much more. Uh, number two is Clerks. Like, I have been in that world all my life. So I basically relate to that movie so much because I've been living it for 32, well, 22. Yeah, 20, like, two-thirds of my life I have been basically Dante the entire time. I have the 10th anniversary, which has all kinds of bonus stuff, and a, basically a lot of Kevin Smith talking. You know, before he was like, oh, I'm going to podcast all the day. It has a ton of that. I enjoy the movie. Clerks 2 was okay. Not quite the same feeling, but almost there. But Clerks, I also really do enjoy. And then thirdly, at least the original. Number two, not so much. Number three, no. But the original Jackass movie kind of still has the potential to hold up throughout the time because it, I got that stupid side of me that loves immature humor, and those movies still have it. Like, they each have some good parts. Uh, I mean, I, when you actually listen to the commentaries, you know you're at a certain level of, oh, no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this stuff. So that one I know I've seen. There's a couple of them. Like, one with, like, the director and the main guy and, like, the technical know-how people. And then the second one, which is all the stars, which is pretty much, hey, there's we were just talking, having a good, a good time. Oh, hey, there's a movie going on at the same time. There's that. Like, that was enjoyable for the summer. I got it. Again, two and two got a little more gross. Three was just sad the entire way through. But, you know, that at least the first one, for sure, I always keep in a special part in my brain for some reason. And then, here's a weird one. Along in my collection, I have all of the DVD releases for Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is technically a TV show about movies. So what the hell do I consider it? Like, there's that certain thing where you love bad movies because they're a little ridiculous. And to be fair, I've watched a good chunk of it trying to develop a 
podcast or get some talking points, things like that. They, some range from boring, some are uninteresting, bad, you know, bad is when you don't like it. There's still like a little piece of gold in all all of the movies, so to speak, you know. If the monster in a monster movie is lame, that kind of makes it more fun than if it's scary or anything like that. So I still love Mystery Science Theater. There could be, that's probably a whole episode right there. But I love that series because it at least stands out with basically every movie being its own little time capsule looking at some great bad movies. So... Alright, before we go, I did a little bit of digging, and I found me some podcast content. Because in my collection of books that are in a crawl space in the closet, I was able to dig up Would You Rather Extra Extremely Extreme Edition from the back of the book. From the maniacal minds behind Would You Rather comes this massive collection featuring over 1,200 all-new, never-before-published questions, drawing from categories including sex, tortures, pop culture, fantasies, powers, and more. This is basically what you call podcast content. So to kind of fill this episode up a little bit more, it wasn't much beforehand, let's go through and answer a page full of Would You Rather. Now, the nice thing is it actually kind of has it in chapters, so... It kinda can be all one thing, which means I'll have enough questions for one section. So, going through the pages, I don't quite know the chapter list, so I'm hoping I don't get embarrassing ones. Um, one more, one more, one more, stop. Alright, good, from the extremely random page, here we are. So... Would you rather have your sole pickup line be the Higgs field is a theoretical superforce that permeates the universe endowing matter with mass or be forced to use only one perfume or cologne scent bacon and herb bacon and herb bacon herb whatever ooh that's a weird one what i'm thinking i mean if I had one pickup line, that is exactly one more than how much I already have. But man, are you rolling dice to f- other than getting quizzical looks when you try that one. Go to a bar, walk up to some chick. Hey there, dear. Well, I'm calling him dear. That doesn't help. Hey there, girl. The Higgs field is a theoretical superforce that permeates the universe endowing matter with mass. Do I, can I wink after that? <laughs> That's about the best I can do. And with, with the one pickup line, people would know it's... Oh, look, it's the Higgs boson guy again. Oh, here he comes. But then... The, per, the cologne scent of bacon and herb. Um... Whew, I mean, nothing wrong with that, but... Man, would I be getting everyone's hopes up on that one? Like, that would not be a great... That'd be like, huh, bacon and herb? Oh, it's you. Um, although the looks might be about equal. Oh, boy. 
That's a tough one. I think I'm gonna have to go with having the cologne, bacon, and herb all the time. Just because the, I think the pickup line is gonna chase people away a little bit more. Again, you gotta be a certain type of girl to, ta to take uh, gander at the Higgsfield guy. So I think I would be the bacon and herb one. Whatever. Okay. Would you rather be reincarnated as an incontinent spaniel or a bipolar frog? That's a random question, all right. Whoo, boy. I mean, as adorable as spaniels are, you can't really trust a dog if you can't trust its bowels, honestly. So if it's incontinent and just pooping all over the place, I don't think that dog would be lasting for a while. Again, that is my that is my rule. If I come to your house and just start peeing in your kitchen, you have full right to put me down. And then a bipolar frog. They're already cold-blooded. And they don't need a lack of encouragement for frogs. You know, eh, maybe I'll get that fly, maybe not. I don't know. But I think just between the two, I need, I need the physical systems working. The mental and emotional we can deal with, but I need stuff to work. So I think I gotta pick the bipolar frog on that one. And then, finally, would you rather, on Thursdays, become convinced that everybody's name is Stottlemyre, or have an irresistible temptation to defecate in people's grandfather clocks? Whoo, boy. I mean, that, I mean, calling everyone Stottlemyre on Thursdays is a good prank. Like, I mean, that's perfectly harmless. It's like, look at all the, although it would probably become like a bad term. Look at all these Stottlemyers in here every Thursday. What happens? You know, what happened to this town? All these Stottlemyers. And then the second one, the irresistible temptation, with luck. Like, when was the last time you saw a grandfather clock? Like, if I had that one, the only thing I couldn't do would be go antiquing which is fine, because it is not on my to-do list very often. Oh, um, so I think thir I would rather be on Thursdays become convinced that everyone's name is Stottlemyre. Just because that doesn't seem to affect any of my other mental stabilities, but just, I think everyone would just have to deal with it. Just be like, why does your name tag say something other than Stottlemyre, Stottlemyre? I mean, I can't really shorten Stottlemyre into a nickname, but I do like it. Because I, I, that's like a weird little prank to me. So I think I would just be calling everyone Stottlemyre on Thursdays. And that is the episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. As always, you can find me on Twitter at just ouch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Head to anchor.fm slash ouch. Leave me a message you will hear in a future episode or send me an email ouch64 at gmail.com. Until next time, everyone, we will see you guys then.
Bye-bye, everyone.